Yeah, so yes, we can. I can start talking about Go ahead. the what do you call it? The universe. The universe. The universe in all it All it ever entailed. So basically, I'm trying to create a world of mythical creatures and divine stories. Jordan, the world where on my guy's body, I hope you know. It's way too tiny. All right, sorry. Trying to create a mythical world of like stories and like concepts. So I was thinking of naming it like something hoax, hoax as in like hoax lies or this kind of thing. So I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to name it eventually, but something that has to do with a hoax is preferable so basically you know the beginning of the story there is petrified students and all that petrified human beings they are going to be trying to unpetrify them and the millennium earl guy still walking around but i was thinking of something if like the reason and i was going to use that thing for another of my stories anyway but like you know, I was saying every time every one of us will have our own main characters and such. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what if every single one of our main characters gave up something to... Like, he operates based on the knowledge that people have of him. So if people know him or people know about him, then that's when he can operate. But now he's operating in limited fashion because we decided to... We gave something of ourselves to or not we anyway our main characters give something of themselves to to like erase him so people somebody gave up something to forget his name somebody gave up something to forget what he sounds like somebody gave up something to forget what he looks like somebody gave up something to forget what he wants to do it's like basically erasing his presence from existence <coughs> but secretly somebody didn't give up something so that's why okay. he still can what kind that? of what was that one bugger always that one bugger sure it's always that one bugger so that's what i'm trying to like make it, it just basically does make it <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't know but anyway it could be anybody but that's basically what where i want that story to go to towards i don't know if i'm still going to use it if i'm going to implement it at the end but basically he's just running amok he's trying to get people the reason why he's doing all these things is because he's trying to get people to notice his effect and if the thing is the main character right now which is the main guy the guy that i said was a god like he's a he's in the race of the gods he does not remember the millennium earl because he forgot like because of the effects of the other people forgetting about him him too he forgot about him plus the thing he gave up which I don't know what each of them gave up yet. I was still thinking about that. But yes, all of them gave up something to forget him. So him too, he has forgotten about the millennial world. So he can't really counteract that what the guy is doing. He's just... That, that, that isn't good for us at all. <laughs> why, why, why are you stuck It's not good for... No, but... Let me just continue. Though I've, I thought of that and I was like, oh, there's a lot of my stories that will be cool. There's this other story that... It's actually Mark gave me the concept. He was like, how... What if I write a story about five different people and then I write each of them, then they will meet and they are the five main characters. 
and then I remember what reading a book, The Lost Hero. He gave me a challenge. The Lost Hero, The Lost Hero is like he wrote it in three different perspectives. Piper, uh, what's the maker? I can't. Remember. It's only Piper's name I remember. Piper, somebody else, and somebody. There are three of them, sure. So first he would he would title the first chapter the first person's name, then Piper, then the last person's name, then the last person was the son of Hephaestus, and the first person is son of Zeus, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Shall it's a very interesting story. All these passages, part of the Percy Jackson universe. So that was the t- concept that entered my head. I was like, okay, I'm going to write it, all these five characters. I'm going to write every chapter it will be their name and to be about them. And I've already started writing the characters and their stories, it's cold. So that one will be different, and they are trying to find they are trying to find something lost information to bring about the end. Like in the story, chaos has been released, so things just happen randomly. Like any something can a tree can just transform into a demon or something, or a giant animal or something, and it should just be dangerous. And now yeah. there's like everything is it shall, everything is going to this is just it's more interesting about things I have to be honest with you. So that's where I'm that's where I'm leaning towards. Well, I'm just like going to write characters and write that. You don't, you don't like, you don't like that concept. I don't like the, I, like, I don't like this mentality that things are more interesting when bad things happen. But it's true. I love your concept. It is, it is more interesting. It is more interesting. Right, thank you. I swear to God, time, time, stamp that a video, that point in the video, please. My guy, just like <coughs> things are more interesting when bad things are happening. Yes, things are more Can interesting. Can you keep your drawing forward, please? I'm to trying to my... aid your drawing, Joe. I know, shift your drawing forward. I, I, I blended the neck ah, okay. into the back of your own uh, hair. You see, right? Oh, okay, okay. I, mm, blended I get you, it. I get you. So, yes, basically, that was that one. Concept. But let me continue. The Millennium Aura and such. So, right now, we are trying to get... These are spoilers for the story, but it doesn't matter. It will get big eventually, but this is just like the beginning and other things have not even been fleshed out. So, things might change. This is the story so far. So, yes. So, the petrification has happened uh the main characters the two main characters for now but i want to have four main characters i like writing four main characters and for some reason i like having two boys and two girls but in my another of my stories actually three boys and one girl but anyway four characters i like writing four characters different dynamics between them make things easier but this it seems that this new one this one that i'm writing for madcast is going to have a lot of characters like a lot of pivotal different characters because i'm just thinking of different character designs Whenever I'm writing, something something drives the story. It's either for one of my stories, it's the power, the powers of the character. I think about the powers first, and before I now think of oh, which character would like this, which faction should this power be. In another of the stories, is the backstories of each character. Like okay, I want a character has gone through this. This is what they are looking for. This is the part that they can contribute to the story. In this one, it's just the way the character looks. The character design is just the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, how does this character look? Oh, this one is a gorgon. This one is a an ant creature, chimera ant creature. This one is a human. This one is a mermaid. All this it comes to my head. I'm like, oh, how does how does this fit? Who is this person's friend? Which faction would they be in? So that's how this story is going for me. I have like five distinct different characters. Main character is a god. The the main love interest for now is a gorgon. The best friend of the main character is a spectre slash ghost slash entity slash all these things. The other main character, guy main character, he's like a goat man kind of creature. Then the best friend to the main love interest is is a mermaid or a mer person. So that's just how it has been in my head. Like, okay, this is oh, and then there are pixies and fairies, and then pixies and fairies are different. Pixies, pixies can only like 
pixies can change their appearances and change the appearance of other people but they are better at changing the appearance of other people than their own appearance and pixie dust can shrink you and like change your size and it's random but fairy dust enhances magic so basically the reason this petrification like petrification in my world in this new madcast world only happens for a little while but they have been petrified for like three weeks now so that's why people are like what is happening which what what is what makes this so but this is a lost art of fairy like fairies are very rare so now they don't understand that they don't know that fairy dust enhances magic and then when tragic a gorgon when a gorgon like stones somebody in the, like with fairy dust around then the purification can be random and can last longer and all these things this is just basically workings i won't really say it like this exactly but this is what they will find out later and i'm trying to get the story to where they will find this out and it was the millennium earl's orchestration that made all these things happen basically so yes so that's just i'm i'm trying to like i'm trying to think of how i sat down one day i was like okay this is what i want to happen in this world how can that happen how does it happen so i was like okay if fairy does fairies grant wishes but let me, let me just say it enhances magic and all these things make sense like what's the difference i found out what's the difference between pixies and fairies i was just thinking going down so i was like okay pixies will do this let me differentiate them all these things these are just peripheral things anyway but yeah the millennial earth is trying to get people to notice him that's why he's doing all these bad things and you you were saying you want to have like or a post-apocalyptic something and i was like that makes sense we can yours can be like an after but you also say i should just write the story going and then you will plug into whatever however whenever so i'm just writing it down as as of this point just okay whenever you want to add anything whatever anything wants to happen we'll just communicate and write it but i've i've entered a roadblock of yeah my art is not looking as good as i would want it to so I'm falling back and I'm trying to learn again anatomy. I'm trying to learn again body positioning, framing, and all this. Going back to the fundamentals. So I spent, I was so depressed like two days ago because I was trying to draw one character. Not for this story, story, sir. Sorry, I did not hear you. I said, oh no, I'm just like, you're depre- you said you're depressed. Not really depressed, but sad. I was deeply sad, honestly. I, I, it wasn't, it wasn't quite depression, but I was like, can't I just do it? Can't it just be better? Anyway, so I was just trying to get these characters down, but I've started learning again, positioning of the shoulders, the torso, the legs, everything. I'm going back to basics. I'm just reconstructing my whole art so I can just make this thing better. I believe in the story. I believe in like my character writing and my relationship writing and all these things. But my art is holding me back. So I'm going to, and I need to be faster because distractions i like to play game rubbish instead of me to be drawing i'll be playing game so i need to cut that out of my life and this this strike that is going to happen is very good because they say there will not be light ah finally i can just sit in silence and draw all day <coughs> sorry so that's the plan but anyway yeah that's what i'm going to be doing i'm just going to be doing that you know so yeah that's that's where that story is so far and also I, I, sometimes stories come to me in my sleep. So there was something that I thought of, like somebody in a, in like a pumpkin, you know, all this Cinderella, this thing. Somebody, he lives in a pumpkin, but he's trying to save a race of people in like a miniature world. So basically I might, I might make that miniature world like pixies. And then he's trying to, something's happening in the pixie world. And then he's trying to solve it. And then my main characters will now shrink and try to solve it with the, 
or that guy or something. I'm thinking of all these things, like things, scenarios. I just want this thing to be like something. If you, there's this anime called Kino's Journey, where the character just goes around to different, different like communities and experience different things. So I want it to be something like that, like where different things are happening all in that world. So my characters are just experiencing these different things. I don't know how it's going to end. I know people say that you, it's better if you have the end to, an end to the story. Honestly speaking, I don't have an end to the story. I don't even know where it's going to go to after these next three sagas. However, we'll keep going. We'll keep doing it. So yeah, that's what is that's the backbone basically of the story so far. So I don't know. I like this face. This is beautiful, in my humble opinion. It's well done. Thank you very much. So yeah. And I oh yeah, the so neck. that's that story. He really completed the whole look. The neck, what? Yeah, just anatomy-wise. I am shit at writing This is just this trapezius. I'm not going to write the full thing because I don't know how to spell it. But yeah, trapezius makes. If you want beefy neck, you have to just trapezius it, my guy. Like this is the neck, beefy. What's happening? Beefy neck. Then the head. The head will come here. This is the ear. Just beef the neck like crazy. You don't even need to. And then it comes. I think there's a, yes, it's something like that. Anyway, so then the shoulders, crazy, crazy. If you want someone to have beefy neck. Yeah. So anyway, that's if you want the person to be muscular. So I've just been going back to basics. Like what am I going to how do and how do you make fat people? How do you make slim people? Basically, all those things. Oh, I need to increase the size of this one, please. Thank you. Thank you. So yes. That's just what I've been trying to do. But I've been also mainly my the heads have been trash. My head drawings have been trash. Let me change my color to yeah, my body drawings. Ah, you erased my shoulder. Undo, undo. Look. Sorry, I'm coming. I will do it better. Let me go back to you know you can if you want if the, if you want me I can shift the drawing forward if you need more space for your trapezius. No, uh, <laughs> I trapezius. <coughs> I'm sorry. I have a cough. Bear with me. So, no. What happened? Hmm? I just, my stuff just crashed. Your Magma Studio. Yay! Okay, yes, I'm back. Yeah, Magma Studio crashed. What am I? Yeah, so. Was I supposed to be doing? So, yeah. Consider what you are saying, please. So, what was I even, what was I talking about? Is it, was I talking about anatomy or, I can't remember what I was talking about. I mean, we're this talking is a real about, podcast We're episode. talking about um, uh, this is your creative process in general and how you just, you know. Before we started talking about trapezius and I got distracted, <laughs> we were talking about, uh, you know, how you're going back to basics to learn anatomy, about the drawings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's yeah, honestly. going back to basics. But can you go back to like your creative process for the story? Okay. So yeah, crazy process. So yes, like I said, some things come to me in my sleep. Some concepts come to me in my sleep. Characters come to me in my sleep. Like there's this story I'm writing, Ivor of England is a book that I'm writing. Uh, it just came to me in a like, before, see, there's this period before, because it takes me like 30 minutes to fall asleep. So that period when my mind is just, going haywire things just come to my mind like revelations like what if this happened what if this happened so i was just 
tried to sleep one day when I was going to uni. Something just came to me, because I like Vikings. I don't know, the idea of Vikings just came to my head. I was like, oh, nice. And then I was like, what if they could come back to life? And I was like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. What if there's a main character that could come back to life and he was a Viking, but he hates Vikings because he's like a bastard child. So he's like half Viking, half like English. And then he wants to kill all the Vikings because, you know, they raided his village and killed his family and all these things. So he, yeah, but he now had the power of somebody now saved his life and like connected her life to his life. And like now he cannot die unless that person dies or something, something, something. So it just came to my mind. I was like, that is a crazy story idea. Let me write that down. So I'll be writing the story on my chapter four, hoping to continue. I've added more, you know, um, and, and then it came to my mind. Let, let me add Camelot to it, even though like Vikings came in like the. 1900s and then Camelot is like 1000 something BC so I'm like oh am I am I even am I even stretching it no 1900 AD and then this is it's 1000 AD or whatever whatever Camelot is like 1000 something AD exactly so I was like hmm what if I do that what if I just add Prince Charles Prince yeah King Arthur and all these things and so I'm writing the story. King Arthur is there. Arthur is a character. Lancelot is a character but it's my own imaginary. They're not the normal kind of like uh, knights of the round table and everything people's ages are different people's origins are different like <coughs> morgana is going to be like a slave a slave of she was a slave of the vikings that was like left in a boat that the vikings used to raid one place anyway when you read it when it comes out you read it you know what happened but that's her origin she's also french but because morgana lefay morgana the fairy or whatever i was like oh, let her be french it'll be cool so yes Changed my mind. I'm writing it basically, so yeah, that's just that's just what's happening. So now I believe there are three stories I have but that are going to make me serious money in the future. There's one lowercase god. That one is basically a shonen battle kind of. That one came to me in 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 like when I was in uni, and I was on the bus. I was just like, oh, I want to make a story that would be viral, or like and powerful. Like, what if, what if anyway? The, the whole reveal of how they get their powers is like part of my mystique, so I don't want to reveal that. But anyway, I thought of that and then I started making characters and making different powers. And yeah, it's it's crazy, it's crazy. I'm, anyway, I'm going to be one of your first readers. I hope, I hope to one day be able to publish it. I hope to have time, I hope to not be poor so that I will have enough time because I'll have enough money to take care of things so I can just have time to either draw it or pay someone to draw it because I would love, I would really love to draw it myself. I really want to draw it myself. But my abilities might hold it back. So I'm like, I might pay someone to do it. But also if I just continue like this, maybe so I'll get published and then people will pay me to draw it and I'll be like, oh, nice. Anyway, so lowercase god, beautiful. That name came to me from like, I used to watch these creators called um, RDC. Then there was a guy that used to donate to them, lowercase guy. So I was like, mm, I like that whole the cadence of that name but i was like mm, lowercase god and i was like oh small letter g god like big god small god i'm like oh that's that's not that's not bad lowercase god anyway that's just the name of the show then ivor of england like i just said that one hopefully i'll turn it into a like a harry potter movie franchise glorious pay me money give me billions that kind of thing and then there is this other one that mark told me to you know i said he challenged me write a story of five people that one wants it to be a graphic novel so there will be art on it be writings and that one is also cool too because i'm like it's, it's a mad concept also i want it to also feel like a percy jackson book in the like in the 
the fact that the characters are interesting and the human beings in them are interesting and it is fun to read. That's what I want it to be like. So really inspired a lot of your creative process. <clears throat> it it gave me there are some books that I read that gave me the belief that I can actually become like this. So Percy Jackson is one. The Lost Hero blew my mind. There's also Arcadia Bones. The story blew my like. People should read more books. Me, I'm not even a, like I'm not a good reader. Like I don't read a lot of novels, but those ones I read, I love fiction novels. And when I read them, I was like, "This is crazy! I want to do this. This is mad." So yes, inspired me. Like I can do this. I can sit home, write a book, hopefully get it published, become an awesome, well-documented author. So yeah, those I like making stories. I like creating worlds. I've always loved that. So yeah. So yeah, those that's basically those are basically the stories I have in my hand right now. I'm trying my best. I was even already drawing lowercase god, but I was like, no, I want to do something with Madcast. So that's why we pivoted to drawing the Madcast comic. It takes time. I realize it's not as quick as I, I wish. I wish I were fa- I can be faster. I'm just lazy. But it really does take time, especially to make it very detailed. And I'm not. Even, I even gave up on making it detailed. I'm just like, just get the story out there. We can redo it again. Just get it out there so you can like pitch it to somebody. And then it can get you published. Uh, but I've been noticing, like, I watched a video. It's very hard to get, it's very hard without an audience to get people to publish your stuff. Like, yes. say, okay, you withdraw what you like to draw. They can hire you to draw their own stories. Like, Marvel can hire you, you can draw. Let somebody write, just draw this for us. Be the inker, be the colorist or whatever. That one is okay, which I don't want to. Honestly, I would, I would still take that kind of job because I like art still. But I would prefer to do it myself. But also, they say if you do a lot of grunt work, you can move up to getting like your own stuff published. I'm fine with that. I can do the grunt work as long as there's a prospect of me getting my stuff published. Because once I get my stuff published, oh, <laughs> it's going to make a lot of cash. It's going to make a lot of money. I believe in the stories. I believe they are interesting. And I believe there's... I'm not even that kind of person that oh, every story must have a moral. Honestly speaking... I think every story should make you think about like it should reflect on life it should inspire you but if it's not if it's not if it's just interesting that's fine too it's entertainment at the end of the day so i'm very much not too i'm very much not too hung up on ah it must be like this it must be like that so yeah that's basically the plan that's basically what i would like to do with my life so yeah just stories coming to me stories coming here and there i like to create characters and I've also realized I am very much not afraid of killing my characters. Like, they can just end. <laughs> they can just. Yeah, that, you know, that, that's, they... that's not me. That is not me at all. Mm-mm. I can't kill my babies. No, they can go, my guy. Like, there's one that I love. There's one that I named after a girl I met in uni. I like. We used to call her Kamisama. So I liked her name. I liked her surname. She's from. I think she's from Zimbabwe. So I liked her son. I'm not going to say her son, but I liked it. And the character's name is going to be like that. But I was like, this character is so nice. And I made the character so loved, like loved by everyone. She's like a princess in the, like Kamisama is God. So like she's a princess in like the school. Very well loved. Yeah, well, she's going to die though. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Anyway, so yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I, I derive some sadistic pleasure from killing characters that people love because they have done it to me. I want to do it to other people also. Yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I've already, st I already, well, once I make the character, I already have a feeling, I, I can tell if that character is going to die or not. Like, yeah, you're going to, even plot twist, one of the main characters in Ivor of England is going to die and it's going to be crazy and it's going to be a character that people love. But I just, I believe, Sha, that even if I, even if I turn 60, even if I'm 80, as far as there's breath in my lungs, I will still continue to. I shall use today. I've arrived. Guy, of course. Ah, Marcus. Well really done. enjoying this. <coughs> because I had to do. I was like, did you just? And click on the sorry. link to Magma Studio, Marcus. I'm just there drawing and listening to Joel. This is this is on actually Joel. I think we actually. I'm actually thinking that I would like to do it like a full interview for you. You are surprisingly interesting. <gasps> surprising. Insulted. Insulted. I've never. I've never come I'm not insulted. Don't worry. Joey, you can't take this lying down. Stand up. <laughs> I'm actually lying down as we speak. But anyway, I, I, oh, I love this. Brother, I this is so nice. This is beautiful. Anyway. Well, like oh, I oh, well, by... Thank you so much, my guy. You're yeah, buddy, guys. So what was I saying? So I was like, yeah, I I know by the, by the way I create the character, and like oh, the character, that the, the purpose that the character serves is just to make people sad about his death sometimes i just create a character like this character is going to be lovable but he's going to die so people will be like oh why did you do that and i'm like Haha, i kill him just like the game of thrones effect but not like they're not as sadistic as that they will always serve him it will not just be like oh they died and like ah the story just continues like that people will feel i want their their death to mean something like i want people to go through trauma inside the story because of like i was saying when i was like yeah you're you taking, you're taking, a, note. You're taking a note from one piece no matter what, eh? Other, I'm the kid I get. <coughs> I want to just kill. Look, I love the story, but my boy, he's killing characters that don't need to die. It's death. That is dead, my soul. Yeah, but that Oda hardly kills characters in real, in like in real time. Like he in backstories, he ends like he will just kill the like that character is dead. Forget that thing. He's not coming back. But in real, like pound, is it pound? Is it pound? Is that his name? Like that whole cake, this thing, where often beheaded that guy. That guy is still alive, or oh. in cover story, he's still alive. I'm like, he doesn't need to be, let him die. Like, it was sad, oh, he died, no, no problem. Lola's father, oh, he's dead, no problem. But the guy is still alive, for what reason? I don't understand. Even, honestly, in my opinion, Zef should have died. Okay, what now, this, um, in this one, oh, um, this girl's father, this girl's father, in the, the one that, um, Ed, Oh, no, okay, okay. That guy, um, something, something town, Kuru, Kuru village or something. That guy that he was laughing, shall he? Yes. he used to give them food. He's dead. His name. He's dead. Still yeah. haunts me to today. In the anime, it was more sad. In the manga, it wasn't really that. It was a uh, uh, yeah. Of course, that like he don't create anything from he don't create anything from the manga. The anime, they'll give you sad story. They'll make it last longer. Nah, make the, the, the anime last was longer. bad, man. The anime was like. This guy is really gone. Oh, that's yeah. so sad. I was look at me. I was ready to hop into my into my laptop and go and kill that guy. I was ready to hop into <laughs> my laptop. I was ready to fight. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, Mark. And they don't let this thing rest. Too. They don't let this thing rest. They just kept on bringing this thing in multiple episodes of this girl because yeah. do you know the part the part that even killed me was when she went to go and carry Usopp's scream. I started running on the father. Hmm. Usopp is a bastard for that, man. I was so sad. When I watched that, I was like, Kai, Usopp, why my, you? Is that yeah. the greatest story ever told? But anyway. 
my the tears in my eyes. I was crying for this year. I said, There's no way. There is no way you guys do this to me. Hey, no way, bro. Anyway, let me remove my stuff. Let me know how. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Can you not see that it's adding something? You know, I love rough. I love rough, sketchy looking drawings that I color under. It adds so much character. I'm coming. Let me do something. Go ahead. I, Let me open safari to draw. I would have not been able to do that by myself. Yeah, but this is, this is much better. I'm coming. I want to do something. I don't know. Keep your yellow color, please. I really like the way it combined with the palette. Yeah, the highlights. I'm trying to. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want to. I'm coming, yes, I'm, I'm going to be. But yeah, so, like I was talking about, what was I talking about? Can't remember what I was talking, talking about. Now. No, in, if, if it's the interview we're talking about that you want us to continue. You know, some of the layers, Joel, I dark, I um, lowered the opacity. I want you to draw on your layer with like the full. I layer. think that I recorded your, you recorded this drawing you're going to do it. Yes, I am. Yes, Joel is but recording yeah. it. Joel, no, I'm trying to make highlights. about your creative process. Joel, can I ask another question? Yes, you can ask another question. When you write, do, how do you describe your characters in your writing? How do I describe my characters in my writing? Yeah. That like, is a good question. Like, how do, how do you um, get, like, I know, okay, you can tell how you conceptualize them, but, like, how do you think of their character design and how does it relate to, like, the parts they play in your story? Mm. So, that's a very how powerful question. describe them? I don't know. I don't really like. Are you talking about how do I like if I'm writing it? Like, do I say okay, yeah, six foot tall, like, like brown hairs? Or something? When you conceptualize the character, like, how are you okay. relating the character design in your head to like the parts oh, they're playing? You know, like you said, sometimes you just think of characters uh, to die. So, how do you like make their character design like I don't know, colorful, impactful, to make the death more meaningful? Like, or do you make them like a dull kind of like? How do you? How do you like? When you are thinking of, like, for example, those your characters are just there to die, how do you like go about the conceptualization of it? I want to draw a few. Okay, let me re cooperating. Uh -huh. Let me let me let me re rephrase. I don't. Yeah, as much as I'm like, okay, yes, I know they will die later. They are they are just characters. They are just human beings. I try to make them as human as possible. <coughs> Sorry. What about like, their characters? Ca Okay, I'll get to the character design, but their, their characterization is just, they like what they like, up until they die, they are just human beings, like, they are just how they are. They don't see it, it's not like, oh, I'm going to exaggerate this person's character, he's flamboyant. If the person is, if the person is a quiet person, the person will continue to be a quiet person, but I will show that the person has, because if, if the person died just like that, with no, like, impact on the other people, it's meaningless. So, the person will have friends. And I will show the grief of that person through the friends. And that's how it will be an impactful death. So it does not ma matter if the person is like flamboyant or is overly shouting or is too loud. The person will still be loved. And I will show that the person was loved in the before and the after. Meaning there will be interactions with, like how a normal person will interact with an introvert is how they will be interacted with, basically. And for the character designs, like them dying does not have anything to do. I just, however I wanted the character to be, whichever race it was, whichever clothes they like to wear, whichever music they like to listen to, it has nothing to do with whether they were dying or not. It's just how is this? I Like I say, I think of them as this is a real person. How would this person be? 
I was watching something, a video. The person was like, let the characters dress themselves. How would this character like to dress in this world with all the like all the clothes available for them? What would they like in my story, in the way I'm going to write, like let me say lowercase god now. I like in the character design place, I like asymmetry for like their uniforms. But I like them to have like streetwear for their casual outfits. So I'm going to mix a bit of asymmetry and streetwear and then color theory can come later. I can make like you know a, an introvert would like less loud colors but i can also make like an eccentric you know how people are like they can be an introvert but they might like loud colors they are human beings like that they don't like to talk to people but they're just like oh they, they they find they find beauty in like the things they create for people that are introverts they like painters so they they are colorful in their own appearance but they do, might not like to talk to people they might not like social situations and stuff there are people like that so I don't like to just make an archetype of, oh, this person is sad, this person is going to always be wearing grey and all this. I just really think, would this make sense? Would this person like to do this? Like, but there's one character that I based off of you, kind of, based on, like, not really your character, I, just I your appearance. Like, in, in the fact that, you know, you, you <laughs> kind of sometimes like comfortable silence. So I took that part of you, and like, okay, this person would love to just disappear just love to just don't disturb me i'm not disturbing you so i'm basing the her hair from that i'm basing her clothes from that i'm basing her voice from that i'm basing her language from that so and her powers also from that too so that's just sometimes that's how it comes to me just in in such ways so yeah it's it's, it's every character is different every character is different. like the hardest for me to actually dress my main character because honestly my main characters are usually the most boring everybody else is more interesting everybody's story is more interesting the main character is just there to drive the, the plot but i'm trying to get out of that mindset i'm trying to really make the the character is human the guy like oh, my other character the character is very human does very human things but he's less i i tend to not even draw him as much as the other characters and i tend to draw women more so i'm just all about like my side characters, how, how can they be awesome? How can they interact? Because they need to interact with the main character. Because it is not hard for you to make the main character likable. Because the main character is the person you are going to be drawing the most. So people will read him the most. People will see him the most. He will see how he acts the most. So everybody will know about him the most. It's the other people, I want to give them, in their short, in their short, how do you say, screen time exactly. In their short screen time, how can they be memorable? But I will not like over-exaggerate their features, make them a character, character of their person. A caricature of themselves, sorry. Because, and also, I watched another video about like dialogue in filmmaking. I think I should link the video. The video was very helpful. There are different kinds of dialogue. <coughs> sorry. There's the idealistic one. I, there were some names that they put, but anyway, I'm just going to explain how they, they are. So, there's the crazy Tarantino type. Sorry? I was watching the madness I was doing on my screen. I can't, sorry, I'm not even. Oh, sorry, I'll do oh, okay. some mat. I'll do some matches on the screen. That's why. Oh, wow, sorry, sorry, people that I'm recording. I'm not even showing the glory. Man, this is this is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, yeah. So like I was saying, so the the dialogue is there's idealistic dialogue. Like Queens in territory, they talk very perfectly. Like they don't. They are not. People are not interrupting them. Their accents are very, very prominent. They are exaggerated in their, in their speech. Not even in their, not in their movements or in their mannerisms, but the way they talk is very articulate, very... So that's Quentin Tarantino. There's also this movie 
with Carlo Johansson and that guy from Star Wars, the Kaloran guy, that it was naturalistic dialogue where people don't finish their sentences and stuff. That's how I write mostly. They are more normal. You don't have to finish. You don't even. If somebody asks, like in, in a story, if they ask you a question, you are more than likely going to answer that question. But I was like, in real life, people don't talk like that. If you ask me a question, I don't have to answer that question. I can ask you a question back. I can also just deflect. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it more interesting than like that. So everything is not going to be answered by dialogue. Sometimes it will be answered by action. Sometimes it will be answered in the way I frame it. Sometimes it might be answered by narration, whichever is best. Because something comes to mind, 300, that movie, crazy. But everything is not answered by, it's not, it's not in the way they are talking. They are not, the narrator is narrating the story and it's actually very interesting because the narrator is narrating. So I was like, every, every skill I can find, every way, I can use to tell the story in an optimum solution. I'm going to try and, in an optimum way, I'm going to try and use it. So that's how I'm going to try and do all those ones. But yes, as you said, I've diverted from the question. Characters just come, like, if I see, uh -huh, this, is a good, this is a good answer. Let's say I see something online. Like there's this character I just created because I saw a, a human being online that tattooed her body. She has a full body art tattoo, tattoo on her skin. Normally, I don't like those, that kind of thing. Like, covering your whole body. Tattoos are fine, no problem, no wahala. But like covering your whole body, deforming yourself, I'm like, ah, that's too much for me. But everybody is different, they can do whatever they want to do. But I was like, this looks like, this looks like a very nice character and it fits the concept of one of my pivotal factions in one of my stories. So I'm going to draw a character that looks like that. If I see a body type I like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be a character in my story. I'm going to draw the body like this. If I see a, like, somebody with clothes i like i'm like oh yeah i like this the way this person is wearing these clothes i'm going to give it to a character and that can be a whole new character or that that can be the clothes of somebody else because it fits the like description of that character so that's just basically i've been talking for so long my head is spinning me oh, God, <laughs> but anyway so that's basically how it, it goes for me it's just stimulus anything i see i like i'm like i'm going to use this Anything I say I like. So that's where I can, all the rambling I've said, that's how I can just boil it down. If I see it, I like it, I add it to my story and I tweak it in my own, in my own way. I take what I like, I leave what I don't. That's basically the concept of art. That's what my sensei, Mark Blue, is it Mark Blue? I can't, I don't know his name. I wish I could shout. Blue Flay, anyway, Blue Flay. Just check Blue Flay on Instagram. He was saying that you pick and choose what you, you carry what you like, you leave. Style, you don't get your character design you don't focus on, oh, I need to get my own style. I need to get, that's not the, pro just see what you like, imitate it, carry what you like, leave what you don't. That's all. And then you'll find your own identity from there. So that's how my art is even de developing. That's how, as I'm going basically. So yeah, that's what I do. Sometimes it comes in dreams. Sometimes it's just me pondering before I sleep. Sometimes it's what I see. Life is fluid. Life is not rigid. Things, inspiration comes from many different places. So that's just how it goes for me. Well, yeah, so I'm trying to give this guy some, some lighting. Let me give him some, some bounce lighting on this side. That is something that oh. I've been struggling with. Lighting. Yeah, you just need to... I, I believe everything can be solved if you just give it time. If you just give it time. So, yeah, we just hope you'll be with us, bear with us. And wait for us because we get huge one day. So yeah, Craig cut tape. We out. Oh.